Hey guys, it's Oman and Christina from the Our Rich Journey podcast, where we answer your questions about making, saving, and investing money for financial independence and retiring early. We have such a great question today from a caller. They are asking about how we managed our time on our journey towards fire, because we accomplished a lot in a little bit of time. And how we were able to do that, I think there's a lot to talk about with this question. But before we get into the question, Christina, how is your day going? <laughs> My day is going very well. We just got off of a, what, three-day trip mm -hmm. to Lisbon, just the two of us. <laughs> So Noah and Malia, our daughters, were at a UN summit for their school where they each got to represent a country and they got to debate and do all these negotiations and do proposals for different laws that they wanted people to adopt. And so while they were away, we went to Lisbon. We went on these yellow, tiny little oh, the almost like motorbike go-karts throughout the city. Mm -hmm. And we tried all these great restaurants. It was like we were tourists in Lisbon. And we stayed at our favorite hotel. Oh, if you ever go to Lisbon, our favorite hotel is the Dare, right? It's the Dare Hotel in Lisbon. It's a little boutique hotel. Every time we go there, we have such an amazing time. When we first came to Portugal, it was the first hotel we stayed at. Remember that? And yes. It's, it's right there in Chiado. So we got a chance to like do all the touristy stuff and experience the culture. But then it was basically our home base for seeing the rest of Lisbon. Right. So we had such a great time in Lisbon. <laughs> These kids need to go on more field trips so that we can do more trips like this without them. Right, I, I mean, guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, you know, spending time with the kids, but I got to tell you, their food selection compared to ours is totally different. So True. we got a chance to just treat ourselves and eat and go to whatever restaurant. We went to that really nice restaurant. The girls... They wouldn't have done well there. No, no, they the, wouldn't have done well. The clams, they wouldn't have gone for that. <laughs> the oysters. The oysters, yeah. no, they wouldn't have done that. But before we go on too long about our great trip, let's answer this question. Such a good question. Yes, this is from Vest the Best, and she's asking about time management. So let's listen to her question. Hi, I'm Anna and Christina. This is Vez the Best. I'm a long-time subscriber to your YouTube channel. It has been extremely inspirational for me on my own journey to financial independence. And um, I am recording this as a man uh, said he prefers. And my question is really about, um, not about financial stuff, but more about time management. So over the years, I have noticed that you have been involved in so many activities that involve a huge amount of investment of time into learning about that stuff, researching things, you know, understanding things. Like, for example, uh, you did flipping, right? So flipping requires both the time to actually perform it and also to learn how to do it. Uh, you moved to Portugal. You, you acquired so much information about how to move. You um, did extra degrees. You learned about investments, as you often say, from scratch. So, and at the same time, you raised two children. Like, like, and it, and you had nine to five jobs the whole time. Like, how did you guys do it? We all have twenty four hours a day. I just, I tell us the secret. How did you manage to do all that? Thank you so much. I hope you answered my question. 
I love this question. I mean, I love all the questions that we get, but this one in particular, because I think for a lot of people, they can struggle at time management. Mm -hmm. And you know, when she was going through the list of things that we were able to do in order to achieve fire, it sounds like a very overwhelming list, right? She's railing off all these things. And at the same time, we're raising our children and we're working full-time jobs. This is all true. But the secret to our success when it comes to time management, I think can be boiled down to one thing, and it is action. Mm. One of the things that we did really well is that we would learn something, and as we were learning it, we would put that into action. Right? I think a lot of people spend so much time building up to do things, right? If it's starting a business, if it's investing in the stock market, whatever the case may be, they learn and learn and learn, but they fail to take that next step of action. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the difference between that and what we did is that we would learn just enough to get us started. Mm. And we learned while we were going through the process, right? We learned by doing. Yeah, I think that's definitely true, especially for example, for house flipping, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can understand the basics of what you need to learn and then continue to learn along the way. If you learn the the major stuff, right? It's not like you're gonna go and you're gonna find out how to do electrical work along the way, but you can learn the basics. And I think what you're saying is, what people tend to do is they think they need to learn 100% before they take action. And if you think of it like that, then it's like you will never get to the point where you can implement what you're learning because you're still saying, I need to learn more, I need to learn more, I need to learn more. And there's another thing about learning is that there's generally a pretty steep learning curve. So, you know, it will take some time for you to learn something, but at the very beginning, you're learning a lot, a lot of information. You can start implementing that and then you're learning pieces of information along the way. So it's not like a steady curve for learning. There can be a lot of information up front that you begin taking action on and implementing. And one thing I think is really important, especially with people because Vesta says, you know, you only have 24 hours a day, right? So I think what we also think about when we're trying to learn something or we are focused on something is we think about the long-term repercussions of what we're doing. So maybe for a month, it seems like, man, this is a lot of work. We're putting in a lot of work, but the outcome of that work over the long-term is so significant. It's almost like, let's hunker down, let's do this for X amount of time, because if we can do this, if we take this, something that can be a little difficult initially, it can have long-term rewards. Oh yeah, and we did that a lot. We would learn something and use all the energy that we were developing while we learned it and then put it into action. It's that energy and excitement that we used at the start of a project mm -hmm. or the start of whatever we were learning to really propel us through it. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's something else to this idea of taking action immediately on things. It's almost like when you procrastinate on things, they start to pile up mm -hmm. upon each other. And what people will tend to do is they'll have an idea of something they want to do. And they'll say, you know what, I'll do this later on. Mm -hmm. But then a, something else will come into their life that's stacked on that other thing. And so all of these things that they want to do, all of these actions that they should have taken, begin to stack on each other 
and then they get overwhelmed and they, they really don't know where to start. I'm not saying that we've never been overwhelmed because I can remember, especially when we were doing our home renovation, there'd be times where we would get overwhelmed with things, but we would have to just quickly step back, assess, make a list or something like that, put things in order, and then immediately get back into moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a matter of understanding what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. So really thinking about, you can't do everything all at the same time. You know, sometimes as a parent or a spouse or a child or whatever it is, you wanna be able to do everything for everyone, for yourself. You wanna be able to be perfect, right? I can take everything on. But you have to realize, like Vest the Best says, Everyone only has 24 hours a day. You cannot do everything. So you have to prioritize what's the most important thing. What do you want to accomplish? And you can almost break it up into three different categories, right? Things that I absolutely want to do, things that I'll do if I have time, and things that just aren't important to me. I'm just going to keep those at the bottom of the list, right? And then prioritize it like that. And I think there's also something to say about multitasking because a lot of things you'll read where it says do not multitask it can shift your brain from run one project to the next it can be very difficult and i agree to that to some extent but i also think that you can multitask and be productive and what i mean by that is for example maybe your goal is this week for seven days i want to work out and i also want to learn about financial literacy well, you can listen to our podcast while you work out. You can watch a YouTube video while you work out or listen to an audiobook while you work out. That's multitasking. That's not going to take your brain from focusing on one thing when you should be focused on the other thing. So when there are things that you can multitask, I think you should take advantage of that. But then again, there are certain things that you should not be multitasking on. For example, maybe your goal is to write a book. If your goal is to write a book, you really want to stay focused and focus on writing that book. You don't want to have your cell phone in the room. You don't want to have social media and your computer on the other side. The idea is just focus on that single task and make sure that there's not anything else obstructing your mind from working on that task. So in addition to prioritizing things, understand where you can be productive by multitasking and where you need to really just focus on one single task at a time. That's a really good point because you really have to assess your strengths and weaknesses when you do something like that. You know, we did a lot of that multitasking when we were doing side hustles. Mm -hmm. And so I'll give you an example of that. What we would often do is we would add our activities onto our existing routines. So if we had a routine of picking the girls up from school and taking them to their basketball practice or something like that, in between that trip from school to basketball, maybe we stop off and we work on something that had to do with the house or our side hustle. After we did that, we would keep going. We really made sure that we maximized the amount of time that we had in a day. And you just have to do that at a certain point. When you are trying to accomplish a huge goal, like achieving financial independence, you have to look for all of the fluff that you have in your life and start to tighten that fluff up. So. People waste a lot of time. They waste a lot of time on their phone, watching TV. This may sound harsh, but they're really mindless activities. Now, I know a lot of people, they say that they are deflating from a hard day of work and they're just kind of, this is their downtime. But that downtime, 
turns into all time, right? <laughs> They're supposed to be down for maybe 15, 20, maybe an hour. The next thing you know, they look up and they've been on their phone for three or four hours. Right. You know, unfortunately, cell phones have made the amount of time that we waste move up exponentially. Yeah. When you're thinking about what you do with your day and you feel like you want to accomplish more, sometimes you have to raise the bar. And when I said earlier, we can't do everything, but a lot of times we could do more than what we think we can. And I'll give you an example because when we, when I was in law school and we were, you were traveling back and forth from San Francisco to LA, I was in LA with the girls. We had a lot on our plate and everyone kept asking us, how do you do it? I can't imagine how you could do all that you're doing of going back and forth, having kids, being in law school. And for us, it was just, that was normal for us. That's what we had to do for those two to three years. That was the bar. I remember people would ask you that question all the time. Your other law school students would say, Christina, you have two kids. How are you able to be in law school at UCLA? Now, UCLA is like one of the top law schools in the nation. And I'm just going to brag for a little bit about <laughs> how amazing you were because you were also on law review. But for you, that was the bar that you set, right? You didn't know anything else but to perform it at that level, yes. I would say. But I feel like if you put yourself in a situation, you can rise to that situation. So instead of, for example, going home from work, getting in your pajamas, getting comfortable, deflating for 15 minutes that turns into an hour, that turns into three hours, that turns into Netflix asking you, are you still watching? You know, <laughs> change up that routine so that you can start to implement things so that you can better use your time when you would be sort of just vegging out otherwise. Yes. So I hope that answers the question of just really understanding that you can probably do more than what you think you can, but also accept, accept the fact that you're not superhuman and you don't have to be perfect. Yeah, and always remember that taking just a little bit of action can go a really long way. Yes. So I think the next time you feel just completely overwhelmed with something, step back and, and think about why are you so overwhelmed with all of these tasks? Is it because you haven't taken action on many of these tasks and your list just keeps growing and growing? Right. right? I want to give, can I give one more example of the fact about taking action and not waiting for perfection or 100% knowledge about something is our YouTube channel. Oh, this, that's when, a good example. When we started our YouTube channel, we made our very first video and we sat on it for maybe a week. I think it was a week. And we figured no one's gonna watch it anyway, so let's just play it. But if you go back and you look at that YouTube video, you will see the progression that we made from the very first video up until our more, more recent oh, videos. Oh, we were awful. <laughs> we were awful. But if we would have waited to become perfect, and we're still not perfect, we would have never put out a video. We would have never done anything. We would have never taken action. So I encourage people that are trying to learn things in order to implement things on their financial independence journey, with financial literacy, with investing, with saving and making money. You don't have to be perfect 
before you make a move, before you take action. Because if you wait for perfection, you will never take action. So that is our response to you. Take action, don't wait for perfection. Thank you so much, Vest the Best, for submitting your question. For anyone who wants to submit questions for a future podcast, please leave them for us. You can leave them at ourrichjourney.com forward slash podcast. Please submit them so that we can use them for a future episode. And until then, we hope you are having a great day and we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Remember that we are not financial advisors and the views expressed by us are solely for entertainment purposes. You must make responsible decisions and that means making decisions based on the thorough independent research that you conduct. Thanks for listening.